everyone this is eric and brian and you're on the game trail podcast uh this one's going to be brought to you a little sooner than normal we wanted you one about every week and a half i think this one's coming out a little earlier because the new mexico proclamation came out for all you non-residents and residents of new mexico that want to hunt the reason we're going to call this one breaking news is because the uh, proclamation has changed not just a little a lot They've had a yes. lot of hunts, and we've been just really um, scanning it and just scanning it from the last year's proclamation to this year's proclamation. A lot of things have changed, and it may affect what you choose for for your first choice, second choice, third choice, and fourth choice, right? Yeah, there's a lot of opportunities, guys. So um, I know a lot of you guys don't understand whenever we say proclamation, we're talking about the rules and regs of, uh, of New Mexico Game of Fish. So, uh, yeah, we were, they just came out with it online and, uh, we already started looking at it and comparing the changes. We, we knew, uh, of some changes, what were going to happen, but we weren't too sure. So when the, the new rules came out, we started looking it up and there was a lot more changes than what we expected. So we just want to talk to everybody about it and kind of go over a few things, what we noticed and so on and so forth and just kind of elaborate on certain things and then uh for the non-residents uh people who have always thought about hunting in new mexico or uh plan on hunting in new mexico the things that they need to expect so yeah and especially in the elk area and the reason that was probably what I, i'd say hands down so far what we can see is the biggest change is how the yeah the private tags are divvied out the game fish found out that a lot of them weren't being validated and what that means is that these tags that they're giving to the ranchers never used them and so literally in the thousands were not being used at all and so instead of just thousands of going not used they put those in to the residents for the draw hunts and i think that's cool because that's going to increase a lot of people to go get out there and hunt for a cow and elk bull and then they have a new one um what are they called what's the code for it the apre six and that means if you have that hunt code next to the unit that you want to hunt in, that means you can shoot a bull that ha- and it has to be a six by on one side or a cow or a cow that's what's changed for the new year change for the new year and then they added a bunch of tags uh per hunt yeah, for the per unit. some of them changed you know maybe they've gone up two to three tags and some of the other ones you know what we've noticed some of them you know five to ten in certain units so uh it all depends on what unit you're looking to get some of them didn't change at all um comparing last year because we got the paperback of last year's and then uh we got online for the the new one so we'll kind of elaborate a little bit on that so first before we even get into it um the new mexico game and fish require everybody to purchase a game hunting license um the game hunting license is basically like a small game license so you have to purchase that before you could even (coughs) excuse me before you could even apply for a hunt in new mexico so i want to say you I don't know. Every time I buy it, it's the game hunting and fishing license. 
So I pay a little bit extra so I get that year uh, fishing license to go with my game hunting. And then you got to buy the habitat stamp and then the game improvement, which is additional $9. So I end up paying 35 for the, I think it's like $35 for the game hunting and fishing license. And then the $9 for the, uh, what is it? What did I call it again? <laughs> the habitat stamp and the uh, validation and stuff like that. So before you even apply, you need to purchase that. Um, you also need to create an account online, um, which is easy. You know, I mean, our, our website is pretty easy to follow and, and get signed up. You got to get that SIN number. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. Sorry. got a little cold. So, um, but once you get all that and you apply, you purchase those two licenses, then it opens up the rest of it to uh, to apply for your tag. So if you're unaware of that, um, we've had that system for quite a few years now that you had to purchase that game, and, uh, game, small game hunting, whatever. I can't even talk right now. The game hunting license, there it is. And so, but back into so, it. Yeah, uh, back into yeah. the elk. We'll use elk as an example. So now instead of having a core unit and non-core, they have three different zones now, and your zones are going to be the primary management zone, and then you have your special and secondary management zones. I won't go into great detail on what those really mean. If you're just putting in for the draw hunts, it really doesn't affect uh, how you're going to hunt or the draws for 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 resident uh, poke land hunts. It's not going to change anything. What it did change for us, though, is it added more tags. Like Brian says, it didn't add a whole lot per hunt, but well, what's the word? Um, overall, it probably added well over a couple hundred tags yeah, that weren't there out. before from last year. Yeah. Let's look at um, Unit 2. Unit you know, 2. Unit 2. But we'll get Unit 2 bow. They have two bow hunts, typically in New Mexico. You got a first hunt and the second hunt. The first hunt is always September 1st to the 14th. The second hunt is always the 15th through the 24th. And so we'll look at unit two for bow just to show you the difference. So what does it show on the old proclamation? It shows for the first hunt 120 licenses. And the second? Uh, 120. Oh, and that didn't change. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on to the next one. So that's that one a did bad not change. Example. Like, like we said. Oh, know, man, let's go, to, <laughs> <laughs> these let's go to unit 15, which we know, we know changed. Um, I got to scroll here and find unit 15. Did did 15 change? I don't think 15 changed. Uh, let's check it out. Before we even elaborate on it. No, I didn't change either. Uh, so I know one of Well, the they added units um, uh, that you weren't allowed to hunt. They You weren't allowed to hunt elk, and that's unit 14. And oh, what's yes. interesting about unit 14 hunt, uh, what's the other one? Unit 30, uh, where is it at? It's down there south. Um, I think it's unit 37 or 38. Unit 38, they added elk hunt, oh, which no, were yeah, not there before. Those two units are any legal sporting arms. So basically, it's a rifle hunt. Yeah, you can shoot with the, you can go hunting with a muzzle or a bow, but it's a rifle hunt. And both hunts have October 1st to the 5th, and it is an either sex license. Now, they're only giving 10 tags per hunt, and there's two hunts in unit 38, but that wasn't an option last year, and now it is. So that's pretty cool. Um, that unit wasn't a traditionally, you know, heavily elk unit out, 
but now it is and game fish is giving us that opportunity to hunt in there so that's pretty cool i we've been down there unit 38 me and brian were down there quite oh, a long time ago yeah, and, it was and quite a few years ago and we heard elk and we saw elk down there and yeah, it, it was, was just a, a matter of time before they got there. Yeah, we we're yeah. deer hunting, and once you hear those uh, those bugles, we of course we stopped deer hunting and we started <coughs> looking for the elk, and uh, just to glass them up and look at them. They're just a beautiful animal and awesome to to be around and hear and watch bugle. You know, while they're they're in their rut, it's it's cool. So yeah, it was it was kind of cool to to be able to see them in that unit, and that was a few years ago. So obviously the herd has gotten bigger for them to allow the hunts to, yeah. to start up and what they also did normally if you've looked at these proclamation the the hunting proclamation it went from it, you'd have all of your rifle hunts lumped together then your bow and then your muzzleloader they didn't do that it, it i wouldn't say it's yeah. more difficult it, it's just changed so it's, it's, it looks a lot different so you got to go to unit 15 and then it'll list bow muzzleloader right. and then you got to go to the next unit and it'll list bow muzzleloader rifle and you got to look at every individual unit now rather than just looking at all the the weapons grouped into one on one or two pages you know right yeah. all rifle hunts were together now they're all within the unit itself so that that changed and it's going to look different when you look at it and uh just make sure you study it really good before you put in your hunt so yeah. it's going to be pretty soon when they open it up for for tags yeah and then with that <coughs> apre6 uh slash uh cow hunt those were not there and certain units have them so what it kind of seems like is when they used to do the leftover uh special draw at the end of the year uh in those units it kind of seems like they just decided to throw that in as one of your actual draw hunts so so now you make you, that big decision do you want right. to hunt bull in in the late season with a bow or which is kind of because I did that uh, this past season and it, it was it was kind of difficult. I wasn't seeing very many elk compared to some of the other people, but I was hunting up in the higher country, and the elk were all in the lower. But, but you were seeing cows. I was seeing a lot of cows. So, and that's the thing is with that hunt, yeah, you can hunt your bull, and then when it comes down towards the end of the hunt, you'll be like, okay, well, it's time. You know, I, I got to start worrying about just getting meat in the freezer you know and go out there and just get yourself a cow because i was seeing cow elk all over the place i just wasn't seeing the bulls what i was expecting to see yeah and it's and it's th this one's actually uh point restricted so for which is not very common here in new mexico for any of the hunts but these ones are so it has to be a six by only on one side though but uh it, it makes it a little tough on those late season hunts but i think they entice you now by allowing you to shoot a cow uh so that way if you need to, if you want to, if you're chasing a six by and you're just, you're not seeing, you're seeing the five buys or whatever, the satellite bulls or whatever you're seeing. Um, and you're, but you're in the cow's line. It's only like, what, a five day hunt still. Yeah. Um, you can still put meat in the freezer, which is really cool. But at the same time, you're going to have, that is now a hunt choice. So do you, or do you not burn that as a choice? Not in a good or bad way, but that yet, that's something you have to take consideration you put it as your first, second, or third choice now. You know, it's not a fallback hunt where you could grab that license that if you didn't draw. This is part of the draw now. Yeah. Um, and another big one that I saw was antelope, and we're going to get into antelope because that changed quite a bit. And I'll be right back with you guys. 
So back to where we started at the antelope. Antelope have changed on us quite a bit here in the state. Mm -hmm. they, sure um, they now instead of grouping the the units all together, the units are separate. They used to group all the units. So you hunt like 15, 16, 17, and 13 all as one unit. Now they're all in their individual units and you put in for an individual unit. Why they did that, I I haven't heard yeah, a good not, explanation of sure. that. But they do have private land. What well, you have it, Eric? So I know that they have private land hunts. Only certain units, and it was unlimited licenses, but it's private land only. So if you have a ranch, um, or know somebody who has a ranch. If they're going to allow you to hunt on it, it looks like you could they could sell unlimited uh, tags on that, which is kind of scary. It, you know, if you look at it, they could, if they don't like the antelope, they could wipe them all out completely off of their ranch if they don't want them on there. And that's unfortunate. Hopefully, nobody would do that. Yeah, I don't think this is a smart move by Game Fish. And I'd agree. I hope nobody would just. I hope they manage their herds correctly, but I don't see that happening. Uh, it just, <clears throat> I think in the private ranch tag era, there's too many, there's a lot of money to be made, and sometimes that is the problem itself. Yes. And unless if those units are units which just don't really have that many antelope in it in the first place, but still you know it, it's putting an unlimited amount and leaving it up to those landowners to properly manage it I don't it's it's hard to say I'm not I'm not dogging anybody by all means so don't take it the wrong way you know it's just it's just scary is the, is the only thing you know I don't want to mislead anybody and think that I'm I'm against that or anything like that you know so don't take it the wrong way please and if we didn't say this before, the deadline is March 20th. So you may want to mark that in the calendar. And the paperbacks are not out yet. It's all online proclamations only at this point. They shouldn't be too far behind, usually like a week or two weeks after. Yeah, and they put it out online, you can get the paperback. The paperback's nice to have to thumb through real quick and kind of mark things for your hunts and highlight stuff that you may want to remember for when you go on your hunt or when you go for your application process. Yeah. So uh, another one, what uh, changed is the barberry sheep. Um, also, they, they used to have the one hunt code for a couple units, and I believe it's it was separated. Didn't they separate Who, which the ones? barberry sheep? Because I know that they increased the tag limit. They increased the tag limit <laughs> from 600 Licenses yeah, I'm gonna go to right now. Last year, to I want to say it was almost a thousand licenses. Yeah, there's for see. a couple of the units. So, yeah, like unit twenty nine thirty, which is a combination unit, <clears throat> it used to be just one hunt, and it issues six hundred tags ish. Six hundred tags, yeah. And now they have the uh, one, two, three, four, five hunts, but all separate. There are less tags between each hunt but more tags over the cumulative more tags issued yeah more tags issued so 
the 250, 250, let's see, it's uh, four, 500, 750, 950, well over a thousand tags now. They increase it by 400 in some of these units. But what's nice is by separating it like that, it's actually kind of good. Instead of 650 dudes hunting two units at the same time, mm-hmm. now you're only got 75 guys, 75, and then the rifle hunts are 225, where you would have 600 dudes at one time. So I think that kind of helps out with the hunting pressure, or it should. It should help out with the hunting pressure, yeah. Um, same with the 32, 34, 36, 37 units. Those are all combined for barbary sheep. They did the exact same thing, and they added quite a few tags. Um, they, they still have the over-the-counter. Yeah, they um, have the over-the-counter. Hunts, which if you buy an over-the-counter hunt, um, then that's what you what you have but if you put in for one of the draw units and you get you get drawn for that particular unit then excuse me you are actually allowed to hunt one of the -the over-the-counter units um because it's it's uh year-round so from april 1st to march 31st is the hunt year so you can actually go and hunt uh, those over-the-counter hunt units uh, if you fill your tag then you're done if you don't then you just wait until your draw unit and then you could go hunt that fill your tag or if you don't fill your tag you could go back and hunt that over-the-counter which is pretty pretty great and a great opportunity to be able to hunt quite a bit for the uh, barbary sheep yeah I'm gonna kind of skip over to deer that was the next one that we saw some changes not really big changes just for me i'm just gonna call it strange changes um it's typically in new mexico you have a fork antler deer uh, there hasn't been a uh a doe hunt in the state in a long time and then for the whitetail which we do not have a whole lot of uh now they're giving an an either sex whitetail deer tag this year in some of the units now is that for youth or no uh it might or be just, just youth like... only but anyways i mean we don't have that many white-tailed deer to begin with, and I, you know, the only way to populate, to get your populations up, you don't want to wipe out the does, because they're the ones that give the yeah. babies, right? So, exactly. I don't know, it's kind of strange on that one. I don't I, you think you'd want to stay away from the does. Stay away from the does. Especially for the white-tails, because there's not many in the state. I mean, there's coos deer, I know that we consider it a white-tail. Um, there's not a whole lot of them, and then there's definitely not a whole lot of whitetail in general. Uh, we, I haven't seen too many. I know we talked about that in another episode about how many whitetails we see. I mean, it's, the numbers just aren't there, so I don't know what their reasoning behind that is. But for the most part, deer hasn't changed a whole lot besides some of the whitetail stuff that they got going on. Um, just kind of thumbing through it right now. I said definitely, definitely take your time looking through all this stuff to make sure you can figure out let's go hunter joy hey guys okay we're on live how's it going finishing up this podcast and checking out everyone that is watching us live we were talking about oh the new (laughs) you should just leave it over there whoa 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 he's pulling my uh, speaker off again he keeps stepping on the cord Sorry, guys. Wave. So, anyways, we're on our podcast. We're doing a deal on our new rules and regs. Um, Those aren't them. That this is last year's, but uh, the new year, 
coming out. It's online right now, but we're here. He figured we might as well do a live show and uh, while I finish up this podcast, yeah, we were talking about the, the new proclamation and, and any questions or anything anybody has. Go ahead and hit us up. Yeah, shoot it out there. This is gonna it's answer gonna be easier if we can answer them live. Yeah, we got barely anybody joined in right Everyone's now. Everyone's waving. Hello. Yeah, everybody's just waving. Hi there. How's it Hi. going? How's it going, Jim? Eric's hiding. He doesn't <laughs> want to be in the screen. There he is. But that's all good. So, I think um, if you're listening to us or watching us live. <laughs> We were talking about the new proclamation and go over it very thoroughly because that thing changed a lot. Yeah. Tons of changes in the New Mexico rules and regs. So, um, guys watching on Instagram right now, make sure you guys look at them, read it thoroughly from the beginning to the end. There's a lot of changes. So, on our episode, what we just recorded, it's going to be a while until we get that posted. A couple more days or whatever. But... We talk about a few of the changes on the podcast, so make sure you guys log into our podcast and subscribe. Yeah, and listen to it. Um, and and give this us five one stars. Make sure you give us five stars. That's yeah. what we want. That's what we need. We're uh, this one will go for everybody to hear probably at the end of this, like in four or five days, and it covers a lot of the the new regulations for 2019-2020 uh, hunting in New Mexico. So. Yeah, if you guys have a question, shoot one out there while you're on live. I know there's only no, only three of you. Well, now only three. What the heck, man? Come on, guys. Just kidding. <laughs> no, it's all good. You just figure it's dinner just time, right? Normally, yeah. Not everybody's on uh, Instagram or paying attention to the live shows. Yeah, we didn't really announce it, so <laughs> I thought he'd try and but, see how it worked. You know what? Next time we do uh, our podcast, we'll just put it on live, and you guys can watch along while we record our podcast. And, uh, <coughs> excuse me, I got this cold and I can't get rid of it. But because uh, you're weak. I'm weak. I'm weak in the chest right now because I got the cough in my nose. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, he's a weak one because he doesn't even want to be inside the screen. And I don't want to get sick. There I am. But, anyways, the camera, I just need to adjust it. Sorry, guys. Don't touch my phone. Ah. What's up, everybody? Wave, wave, How's wave, it going? Wave, wave. I'm just trying to end this Ridge little Outfitters. podcast here. So that's what we're doing once again, guys. I mean, uh, not very, uh, very much really going on. We just finished up and uh, we ate dinner already, and just kind of finishing off this podcast. And before we signed off, we wanted to see if anybody had any questions or yeah, ask away, guys. There, that new proclamation is pretty. It's I'm gonna say intimidating, but a lot of things changed. I keep sounding like a robot, repetitive, but um, yep. keep waving at everybody. Wave, yep. wave. Everybody's um, waving at us. So hello. <clears throat> yeah, the elk thing, the elk tags that got reallocated to the to us public land hunters is gonna be pretty cool. I think a lot more people are gonna get opportunity to go hunt elk, which is really cool. Like I said the deer didn't change a whole lot. The antelope changed quite a bit as well you don't get to hunt groups of units it's going to be smaller units now which I think will be kind of good I think that way you don't have these huge groups all concentrated in one area you're going to be you're going to be forced to be in a unit and all the units are still good units for antelope you're just you're not going to be able to roam around the bigger areas now so I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal the only downside is the unlimited number of tags they can give now in the 
private land areas. I think that's the private land that. that's going to be an issue. That's going. I think that's going to be an issue down the road. I think Game Fish needs to look at that again. I don't know why they made that decision. It's crazy. Yeah. And for all you predator hunters, you need to make your voice heard. Here in New Mexico, they're talking about. Um, no. And of course, this is a very controversial subject for a lot of people. But there's not gonna. They're gonna make coyote hunting contests illegal. And I know people have Ridge their runner outfitters. What hunts are you excited about this year? What hunts are we excited about? Uh, definitely the antelope hunt. That's always been fun. Antelope hunt is fun, especially over here. You know where we've been uh, blessed to be able to find tags and uh, yeah. go out on a private ranch. That's been a lot of fun. But the most, I mean, antelope it is fun, and then elk, of course, we elk always look forward to doing the elk hunt. You know, elk. just being able to hunt them in the rut. With the with the bow in September, is just I don't know. It, I'm speechless about it. You know, being uh, Eric here, you got him. What was it? Two years ago? What? Or three years ago when you hunted down south and was experienced the three? Rut. Oh, three years. Three years ago. And was <laughs> last time I drew bullock, and that was during the rut, and it was awesome. The hunting it the rut with a bow. Yeah. Is I don't know. I had. It wasn't my. It was my fault for not taking down a bull. Yeah, I, but, I had four opportunities, like really good opportunities, and I, I just didn't make it happen. The last shot I had, I connected, and um, hello everybody. Um, we, I guess, was just a bad shot because we had yeah. blood and everything. And you know, I mean, just basically, I'm happy for every single hunt I draw for. So what's up, fellers? Is right. Um, What's up, man? What's going on? I know who that is. We're going to have to talk about doing a fire podcast, too, because I think that would be fun to do. Just straight out talking fire, because that's a whole other subject, yeah. and we can get way into that. go off on that. Oh, yeah, I'll go off on be fire. like a four-hour... Who doesn't like watching... Who doesn't like talking about fire, <laughs> Four-hour podcast or four video. Four-hour podcast. Oh, my God. There you go. <laughs> Let's see. I don't mind the coyote hunting competitions. Don't bother. Among the tax dollars paid out there in Utah, yeah, I don't, I kind of understand that question. I think because they, um, in Utah they got that bounty, but I don't. I guess you, I don't know how they prove that. Did you shoot that coyote that year or not? I don't know how they do it. Yeah, I'm not. But I think sure. that's a good pro, a good question. Good, pro, I think it's a good program. I think we need to have it here in New Mexico because we talked about it before. Coyotes here are out of control, and I think that is wreaking havoc on our deer populations. I read an article somewhere that said <laughs> 60% of fawn kill-offs for deer are from coyotes. Um, yeah. So that, that's, a, that's a lot. I where we read that from, but I do yeah, remember like, you telling me about it. it, it was, that, that's a lot. That's too many. And not only they wreak havoc on the deer, which we get to hunt, but the ranchers too, you know, as a cow, the cows are, uh, no, that's okay. He doesn't want to be seen. Tell the veal mule. Oh yeah, the the velvet mule deer. I sh I shot a nice one last year and or this this season, and it was like I ended up getting him shoulder mounted and, and uh, nice uh, five by four, and he was maybe a twenty yard shot. And I'm just waiting. Beautiful animal, and I just lucked out. Went out all by myself, and I was able to make a stock in and. They walked out. The does were walking right to me. I thought they were going to blow out, but they just turned around, and walked away. And that that buck walked out and gave me a perfect broadside shot. Yeah, so, um, 
jfilmore75 says uh, we should be able to shoot the Kyles for free, don't you think? And I agree, yeah. No, we're not saying that the state should charge you for <laughs> shooting coyotes. What they do in Utah is they give you a, they have a bounty on coyotes. So every coyote you shoot, they give you $50. And so you don't have to go turn the bounty in. But No, if you don't want to. You, you know, but. you don't have to. But I think that's a cool option to, you know, go out there and, and, and do some predator control and, and bring those pelts in and game fish gives you, you know, I don't know, you know, in New Mexico, maybe $25 a pelt that you bring in from that year. And I think it, I think it's going to reflect a lot. It would reflect a lot on the deer populations if the state took part of that and absorb that cost. You know, I'm just brainstorming. They could roll that into uh, the tag that you buy your, 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 was it your habitat stand that you have to buy every year, add an extra $2 to it. And that'd cover all your pelts that are brought into game fish. I think. I think yeah, it would. I mean, way. there's there's a lot of predator hunters out there, and just having the contests and stuff like that, I don't see anything wrong with it. Um, no, there's but, nothing wrong with contests. Here, something, you know, there's a lot state, of there's just a lot of people who who complain, you know, and they just don't understand the fact uh, or the reality the, the reality of what like the coyotes do to. Uh, Everything, everything, everything out there. Oh yeah, they, they mean, people sit there. Everything. Oh, you see all these signs in the foothills of my dog's missing, my cat's missing. Well, when you drive up there and you see coyotes running down the street at night, well, yeah, th- that kind of stuff's going to disappear. And we're there to control the population. We're not there to wipe them out. And yeah, they, need to they be don't understand out. that. We're just there to control. And we ended up doing that years ago and took that matter into our hands. And now that's how society is and we got to deal with yeah yeah if you get what i'm saying <laughs> kind of so i hope that answers that question no no one wants no one wants to charge anybody uh mm-hmm. for to hunt a coyote they're just what we're saying is we're advocating that the game fish give a bounty on coyotes so that way i think a lot of us come across them and just don't do anything about it and i'm guilty of it um and I don't go out coyote hunting enough, but I need to. I like you. I, I think it's, it's definitely yeah, a fun. And, I haven't been in a while. And you can I make your to. hunting all year long and save the pelt and sell it to game fish if they ever bought them. But yeah, yeah I, have, that's I have a lot of buddies who do, they put on uh, coyote competitions. I have buddies who make special drags and stuff like that for coyotes because they're just, they're really big into the coyote hunting. Um, but like that lockjaw, you know, my my friend who sells uh, sells that contraption, what he makes, you know, it's a cool little deal, you know, to hook up whenever you're out there. And I support them 100%, you know, and I hope that I could get out there and try and do some hunting, more coyote hunting this year. And we plan on it. And yeah, hopefully we will yet, be though. able to get out there. It's just yeah. life gets us, you know, we get busy with kids and family work and we got to get caught up on that and then we're able to get back out there and play yeah right and another thing we have planned right now is you know well, what do we got planned basically shed hunting shed hunting we're just trying to plan yeah. for that and just trying to keep an eye on what's everybody happen. loves shed hunting if you don't well i, I don't know what's wrong with you <laughs> <laughs> yeah we definitely have a sick addiction for for that i won't get into yeah. too much of that. my wife keeps telling me that i need to get them out of the house and I'm like, no, I, they look pretty up there, you know, and everybody always asks, are you going to sell them? What are you going to do with those? I'm not going to sell them. I worked way too hard <coughs> yeah. for those antlers and I just love them. So 
It's just it puts like you in your mind. It's, it's, it's an addiction. It's an addiction. Oh my god! I, it, I think everything that we picked up as a hobby, that one is really addicting. It's picking up sheds. Uh, that that is a lot of fun, and especially when you find your first brown. That that took it forever, but when you finally yeah. find that first brown, oh, we, we set hold on to like goals, a piece of you know, gold. We are like, okay, our first brown, and we finally <laughs> find our first brown, and then we're like, okay, we need a brown set, and then we find that brown set, and now we're like, okay, now we need that big set, that big brown you know? set. And then it's we've pretty much hit all those, and we found seven pointers. Uh, well, that's the biggest one, right? Well, point wise, seven point points. wise, we found a nice wise was uh, six by. Yeah, well, he's a solid 350, six by right? three fifty. Yeah, he's in the three fifty range. Solid three fifty. I have one side. He's a seven by, and it is. You know, if I had the other side, and I was guessing, it would probably he's in the three seventy range. Probably yeah. he's a big bull. Big. A lot of mass, and he has a devil tine that's what probably like six seven inches long on that thing. That's pretty yeah, cool. I wish awesome. I could have found that side, but no, well, I was too tired. <clears throat> Twelve mile yeah. hike, and I was done. But what else? Is anyone else asking any questions? No, that's, no, okay. that's pretty much it. But hey, I guess uh, that's... Yeah, we wanted to try good. this live thing. Yeah, we'll do it again. Just for a second. We're wrapping you know. up the, the podcast, but we'll post it so everyone can hear it. And please subscribe yeah, to the go, podcast. Go to uh, your podcast on iTunes, Google, um, SoundCloud, what other... Stitcher. Stitcher. You got the Droid Those platform. are the ones that we have set up so far, but it's called On the Game Trail. On the game trail. So, and it's brought to you by us here at Spot the Stock, Eric Nolbert, and myself, Brian. So, and Onyx Maps is helping us out. Yeah, Onyx Maps. So check uh, them out, please check them out. Big help, you know they're they're helping us out. They're sponsoring us through uh, our podcast system and our Spot the Stock. So yeah, definitely. If you guys have not heard of Onyx Hunt, download the app. By far the phenomenal. Uh, oh yeah, map you system. will. It'll change your. The way you hunt. It changed us the way we hunt. We hunt the lines last year a lot for the deer. And what well, we we tagged on big deer. Yeah. Playing those lines, you know, between the lines. Uh, different boundaries and private properties and uh, other properties that weren't allowed to hunt, like state properties and yeah. state monuments and so on. I don't go into great detail, but it definitely changes the way you hunt. And we don't always want to hunt the with the lines, but... At, it helped. That was sometimes it was where those big dudes hang out, right? They're on the line. They like to play line just like we do. Yeah. This is part of the game. It makes it fun. It disappoints you a lot sometimes when you see them on the wrong side of the line, but oh well. Not a big yeah, deal. That's, that's part of it. Goes. And you just go up the next morning and try to get them before they, they jump that line, hopefully. Yeah. But Well, cool, guys. Well, thank you. Um, I don't know. What were you done? I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm out. Well, hey, thank you guys for following along. And uh, I'm out. please, like I said, Go and subscribe to our uh, our channel on a uh, podcast uh, on a game trail. Thank you. All right, we'll see you guys. We'll see it. You gotta turn this off.